0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum ten dollars per order. Additional terms apply.
1: Loud and local continues on the Rock with Kevin Deers, ninety nine point nine KISW.
2: We're back here on the Rock, and as I mentioned, I have a rad band in studio. The Finger Guns going to be taking over all the part of Washington, all the parts of Washington that are not Seattle the eastern Washington parts, you know, all the parts that we forget about when we talk about Washington. Uh, Here is the Finger Guns. Welcome to the studio, guys. Thank you very much. Thank you. you. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. So welcome to the studio. But before we go any further, why don't we go around the room, tell us what your name is and what you do for the Finger
3: Guns. Uh, I'm Arthur, and I play bass and sing a little bit of backups. Right on. I am Steve. I sing and I play guitar. And I am Eric and
2: play the drums. Right on. So, Steve, we were talking off-air. He's he's actually been listening to KISW since he was a little, little kid. And uh, why don't you share with us about the story about getting that T-shirt?
4: Oh, that was awesome. So, uh, I'm old. Uh, We used to be able to – the only place to buy – uh, KSW gear uh, in the '80s was the Squire Shop. Nice. Where yeah. was this? It was. They were all over. They're always in malls. Okay. It was like a record store. Uh, no, it was this weird clothing shop. Okay. It was kind
3: of like Hot Topic before Hot Topic. Ah. I think we even had it in Spokane in the Northgate Mall. The Squire. Shop. Wow. Oh, you're bringing some people back. I know people are listening. Yeah. To like, Except I remember it's North play. Town North here.
4: Yeah. So oh. I politicked my folks and and I begged and begged for my first rock shirt and uh, they finally let me buy my first KSW shirt. They I wore, I wore the threads off that thing. <laughs> That's awesome, man. I wish we still had a, that t shirt. We could
2: put it up in a vault somewhere. Right. <laughs> we we did have a wall with all the KSW t-shirts throughout the year. So uh, maybe maybe you wanted your t-shirts was that was it just a basic black t-shirt that said rock on it? It was
4: the basic black t-shirt later, Classic. I think a year later I got the one that for some reason said KSW. Uh, and Pat Benatar on it. Hey, love is a battlefield. My friend. <laughs> it is. So enough about
2: us. Uh, this is all about you guys, and uh, we're going to be debuting a song here uh, that we're going to be uh, we're going to be talking about anti burst here in a moment. But uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, how you guys got started. How long has the finger guns been a thing? Uh, and how'd you guys meet up? And uh, you know, you friends from way back, or was it a random Craigslist hookup? Yeah, it's actually web? Yeah, a little <laughs> bit of both.
5: Yeah. So uh, the fair guns been together. Uh, May 2010 okay Wow quite a while yeah Yeah. so I got a call from Arthur or an email I can't remember I think it was an email and uh, he asked me if I wanted to start a new project I wasn't in a band at the time I was in between bands and And Arthur and I got back from LA and I just got back from uh, living in uh, Los Angeles for a couple years and uh, so Arthur and I actually were in different bands uh, and our bands played together back in the early 2000s in this Seattle scene.
2: Anything we would know? Uh, Kingpin Hayes. Okay,
5: it was
3: my old band name. Luna Park and the Sun Ups were mine. Yeah, you probably right. know. Actually, the Sun Ups had his singer from Kingpin Hayes as okay. a guitar player. <laughs> That's right. right. Yep. So uh, yeah, I
5: got that that email from Arthur, and I had never met Steve once in my life before that.
3: So we showed up and Rolling the dice on Steve.
5: All three of us been together for nine years, yeah.
3: Yeah. and before that, Steve and I had played in another project like long before that. Mm. That, was, that was
4: a band called Dapper Jones, and I pinged Arthur, or Arthur pinged me, and said, "I'm thinking of starting a band," and I said, "I'd, I'd do that with you." Nice. And I ha- was the and first of many
3: bass players in Dapper Jones. I think we had they had their final show and brought back all their bass players. And oh there wow, were six of us. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> none of you could stick nobody
4: could stay
2: <laughs> so that's awesome the Northwest connections run deep it's cool that you guys were able to uh, bring these uh, bonds together and form this project and uh, you guys are at power trio uh, let's t- let's talk a little bit here uh, I want to ask you guys and I'm not gonna put you guys on the uh, put you guys like right out here because I will mention with all uh, all this info out here I did ask them off the air so we're not putting them up to this what is your favorite or favorite Northwest bands growing up what got you into this scene what got you interested in uh, in local music some bands that maybe uh, you
4: know you love. I'll I'll start. Uh, so Queensryche w- was...
1: Queen I, of the Rock!
4: Yes, I saw them at yeah. Skate King. So nice, that was a, That was a huge thing for me. I, That's on the east side, right? Uh, there was a Skate King in Kent. Oh, yes. Yep. I, I, I'm from Kent. I oh. should have known that. God. Yeah. So
3: you- I saw him, saw him there. I lived next door to the drummer Ooh, in college okay. when uh, Scott Scott nobody Rock. was playing Queensryche at that time because yeah. it was kind of the post-grunge uh, thing. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like... Uh yeah yeah they're like uh, no more glam metal man <laughs> exactly yeah for me after that though
4: it was stuff like screaming trees yes. or or the melvins cool so right yeah, on for, me.
5: for me it was uh, pearl jam and nirvana definitely uh, my first cd i ever got was pearl jam ten nice I'm sure a lot dude. of people can yeah. share that memory as well youngin mm-hmm yeah so uh yeah other than that uh, i was just really into the grunge scene yeah yeah right. around here so that. I think that's kind of what got me going to wanting to play the drums, nice, was listening suit. to uh, David Grohl pound on those things.
3: Cool, man. So yeah, big influence there. That's awesome. And how about you, man? It was definitely that band we were telling you about beforehand, Black Happy. So, yeah. I'm originally from Idaho. They're from Idaho, but I didn't know about them until I moved out here to Seattle. and wow. I came to art school out here, and uh, it was at the Bite of Seattle, I was just like – Oh hey, there's this band from Idaho. I should go check them out. I yeah. had never had any interest in playing music, and I walked up and they were this band started. They started. They opened their set with a cover of an Aerosmith song, Toys, okay. Toys in the Attic." Nice. And they had like there were f- eight guys on stage, wow. three horn players, and they were just freaking out and jumping around and having the best time. And the crowd was having the best time. And I was just like, I don't know what this is, but I want this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I gotta, I gotta dig into some Black Happy, man. We That's will, awesome. we'll get you some albums from All our right. hook uh, label.
2: me up, guys. Yep, hook me up. So, Anti Burst is a song we're about to play here. We'll tell you a little bit about some shows here in uh, just a few, but we want to get you guys acquainted with the music. Let's th- let the jam speak for themselves. But uh, Anti Burst is this going to be coming off something you guys are in the process of uh, working on, or?
4: We're, uh, we're getting ready to uh, record a final, e- or not a final, but uh, recording. Uh-oh! An e- <laughs> yep, there's no uh-oh. Uh, we're recording an EP here, uh, finishing off this EP nice. uh, in, in early May. Uh, that'll be out in June, and so this will be one of the tracks that's on it.
2: All right, here's Anti-Burst by the Finger Guns. After that is All These Scars, and then we'll be talking more with the band. So uh, call us up, 206-421-ROCK, to talk some trash. It's Loud and Local on The Rock. <laughs> Here on Loud and Local The Finger Guns is the band in studio tonight And that was a song called All These Scars Before that, debuting a track for you Called Anti-Burst And uh, these guys, we would love to hear from you So Texas 77999 Thumbs up or thumbs down Ooh, (laughs) Face the jury, guys All right. Well, uh, they're a, a local band, as you know, because this is loud and local. And uh, you know what? I'm actually going to put you guys on the spot. What are what are your favorite venues from the Northwest? Because you guys are all Northwest people. At least you you have foundations here. So, what are some of your favorite Northwest venues that are no longer with us? Rock Candy. Nice. Oh man.
3: Mm. The Old Croc. The Color Box. Um, Weather, weathered Wall. Weathered
4: Velvet, wall. Elvis? Velvet, Velvet Elvis. Velvet Elvis. Yeah.
1: yeah.
3: I saw, I saw the Blood Brothers at Velvet Elvis, and you couldn't tell where the band ended and the crowd began. It was oh, horrible. yeah. Nice. Uh, man, there's so many. <laughs> That's a tough. right? The, the off-ramp. Yeah. Right? Yes. It was the off-ramp. Right. The old fun house was yeah. a great place. Oh, yeah, The Graceland. But it's got some really cool condos now, dude. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> Who doesn't <laughs> oh, dude, love condos? Total, totally sit the s- same vibe. Sit and spin. Sit and spin's the ultimate one. My favorite sit-and-spin story was seeing Death Cab for Cutie as an opening band. Wow. It was like maybe their second Seattle show. Yeah. And they were like, we, we were friends with this band, um, Josh White. What was the band? I can't remember. But anyway, yeah, they, we were friends with them. And this uh, the Western State Hurricanes were the opener, which okay. turned into mm, – can't remember. Sorry. I'll um, look it my, up. My, my brain's good. frying. Um, hey, I'm and, the one who put uh, you guys on the spot. Yeah and uh yeah and then Death Cab for Cutie played and we were like, "Ooh, these guys are really good." Imagine that. And now they're huge.
2: Right on So again Finger Guns in studio In case you're just tuning in This is loud and local And uh, you know We talk about all things local We talk about all things In the northwest And these guys are going to be Venturing out into the great northwest Not just our our insular scene Here in Seattle They're going to be heading over To Bellingham Spokane Wenatchee Yakima Richland And even Tacoma So March 30th You're playing Bellingham Taking uh, a few days uh, To then go to Spokane April 11th Wenatchee the 12th yakima the 13th the afternoon you're going to be playing a record store day at a uh, record store yeah record store day event at uh, off the record records in yakima and uh richland in the evening so you're playing two shows on the 13th april 13th that's pretty badass working hard and then april 25th in tacoma at the plaid pig uh, what made you guys want to kind of go out there a little bit outside the box outside of this
4: uh, seattle uh, seattle scene uh we like we we just love going out and meeting people. Uh we we play our shows, we talk to everybody afterwards, we get to meet great great other bands. Uh we love our scene here. We play it all the time. That's true. Uh and uh, so it's just fun to go out and meet meet new folks. It is really fun too just meeting
5: new people like Steve was saying. Uh other, you know, positive things that come about this is we also get to see of of course different parts of the state. Uh but most importantly is we want people to know about our music as well, and to share that, yeah. and also have uh, learn from other musicians as well, other bands that we play with. Cool. Um, it's you know it's a it's a community, and that's kind of what you know the big thing is. Is we want to get outside of our
3: community as well to you know maybe we can join forces with others. Yeah, expand that community out, meet new brands. We've we've brought bands over from Spokane that we've shared shows with over there a couple times. Nice. And-
2: so nine years coming up on nine years. What are some of your favorite shows that uh, you've played? I mean, uh, what are some of the favorite bands that you've played with? Whether it be you know inside uh, Seattle or outside, what are what are a few bands that you would love to shout out?
3: I really love Four Lights. I'm even wearing the yes. shirt, Those guys. We've played with them a couple times, uh, and uh, yeah, I just I love what they do. Their sort of uh, pop punk vibe is just great. Nerdy pop punk with nerdy Star Trek references.
5: I like yes. uh, Buff Muff is another uh, great band around here. It's uh, a great name. They're, they're, a great yep, name. Yeah, it's, So they're yeah they're young. They're they're up and coming. They're young. So uh, keep that in mind uh, to to go see them. They're they're really nice guys too, and they, they bring the the energy that seems to to match ours on stage too. Because
2: so. they're young and they're not broken down by yeah. life. <laughs>
4: <laughs> they're just angry, right? Nice. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, and then like Claw, Stereo Creeps, Green River, uh, Thrillers, yeah, Aim Low's, uh, Demolition Kings. Uh, th- there's just a bunch of bunch of folks i'm gonna fall short on a list so i'm i'm gonna stop talking because we're gonna miss somebody and then i'm gonna feel bad but
2: it's all good it's all good i you know i put you guys on the spot there but then you did mention you you mentioned that uh black happy one of your favorite bands of all time uh your favorite northwest bands of all time now tell me you guys got to share the stage with them how did that come
3: about So I, the, uh, they, they, so they broke up in 95 Mm -hmm. and in, I don't know, about eight years ago, they did a little set of reunion shows and I just happened to ping, they, they put up this Facebook post there was this group actually, that's how it started was like black happy needs to reunite. And they ended up, they ended up. Kind of seeing this and deciding, they're hey, like, maybe what? people care. Yeah.
0: Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
3: Yeah, exactly. That was exactly <laughs> what they were like. Some of them didn't even have instruments anymore. And they were like, hey, we're going to we're going to try and do this reunion show. And they actually sold out the reunion show. Wow. Um, they did ended up doing two nights in Spokane and three nights in Seattle and sold out all of them. That's and so cool. I'm I'm a graphic designer and I just pinged them. I'm like, hey, I'd love to like help you guys out. And so that was actually one of the things Steve and I kind of got together on doing is we did their website together when they did – because everyone had a website back then before social media was as big as it was. And we um, just – yeah, kind of got in with them that. I did a bunch of posters and T-shirts and whatnot. And then that led to when this started going around, uh, what happened here was a friend of mine has started a record label called Latent Print Records. Okay. His deal is he's going back to the 90s and looking for bands from the local area that kind of almost made it. Yeah. Were big but didn't quite break into the thing and cool. nobody was putting out records in the 90s. And yeah. so he's he's going back and reissuing albums that were uh, that were like that on yeah. vinyl oh, that's so that cool. people can own it for the first time and he was like, "Hey guys, I'm going to put your records out on vinyl. It would really help me sell records if you would do reunion shows." And so we kind of – I was helping him re- recreate the art and then kind of got involved with doing all the uh, posters and shirts again, yeah. kind of going around with them and had gotten to be kind of friends with some of the guys. And was like, hey, if we do this work, could we maybe open for you guys? Hey, work trade. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we, we we had two nights scheduled and then uh, the morning of – they were playing the crocodile one night and the show box the next here. We we'd, mm-hmm. we'd opened for them one of their two nights in Spokane and then over here – they are doing the croc and then the showbox. And the morning of their croc show, my phone goes off at 930. And uh, Pete, the uh, record guy, was like, hey, uh, so our opener canceled. Could Uh-oh. you guys maybe play tonight too? And we're like, nice. oh, let me think about it. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. And we were actually playing a festival that afternoon. So we, like, went, played the festival Packed all our gear, ran to my house. Like everyone took a quick shower, yeah. and then we ran down to the crock. Not and, together. Not together. No. <laughs> ah, uh, nice, huh? Not that time. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, ran down to the crock and like loaded in. It was like had two hours later. Yeah, dude, that's awesome. It was pretty rad. And
4: the f- following night we got to go play. Yeah, the Showbox Market and it was it was amazing. Yeah,
3: that was that was easily like the best show I think. I I, I don't know if anyone would argue with us. Next time around they'll be opening for you. <laughs> Uh,
2: but either way we uh we again have the finger guns in studio and uh we're gonna talk a little bit more with them about some influences and stuff we got a couple more songs here so uh this one's caution meet wind and then we got 9.99 quesadilla i gotta know about this where was this quesadilla that was referenced
4: go around and look they're all over town everybody's not everybody there's there's a ton of places around town that are charging ten dollars for two tortillas and some cheese. Pretty much any fancy gastro bistro. Yeah. It's a ten dollar, no nine ninety nine. Yeah, that's that's where we're drawing the line. It's it, it, so we gotta we gotta fight. Yeah, it's without chicken. <laughs> <laughs> the
2: finger guns in studio, here's a couple more songs. on local
1: Kevin Deer's Rolls On. 99.9 KISW. Back in studio
2: with the Finger Guns. and They're going to be actually playing in, in our neck of the woods on April 25th at the Plaid Pig. Rad new venue in Tacoma. And uh, before that, Richland, Yakima, Wenatchee, Spokane, and Bellingham. So you can make a, you know what, just do like the Grateful Dead. Just rent a van. Follow these guys around. I'm calling it. It's, it's a little bit less acid, though. We'd, just a tiny bit less acid. We'd probably buy you a quesadilla. There you go. Oh, Even one of those fancy 9.99 ones. Maybe not. Maybe 9.98. <laughs> that's where you just. I found you, a place in Spokane line. that
3: had 2.99
2: quesadillas. Yes. See, that is what you got to go for. 2.99 quesadillas. Let's make that a movement. Okay. You got to talk to your bartender and say, no, that's not cool. Finger Guns here. Uh, their album Sasquatch is available now. They brought me a copy. It's on nice green vinyl. Was that your guys' choice? are you guys uh, self-release it, or is it on a label? Or What's the deal with
4: that? It's self-released. Um, it, it was definitely our choice. Uh, nice. Arth- this, uh Arthur and I are both graphic artists. Uh, Arthur's far senior than I, um, but... Uh, uh, we kind of had a vision of this thing should really just look amazing. Hell yeah,
3: and it and, does. Yeah, when we were looking for the vinyl color, I was like, I want something that looks like it would turn turtles into mutant ninjas. Yes.
2: <laughs> with the secret <laughs> of the
3: ooze, man. It is. <laughs> and luckily, I agreed with the color as well. Right. There you yeah, go. Yeah, I think it's actually called antifreeze Green.
2: Really? Yep. That's awesome. Was it uh, printed over, what, Czech Republic or something? No, or?
4: it's printed out of uh, Gotta Groove Records in um, uh, Columbus. Cool. That something like, something that. like that. Back east yeah, somewhere. Back east somewhere. But it was yeah.
3: actually yeah, domestic, not not across the pond somewhere. Yeah.
2: Right on, man. Well, uh, that's pretty rad. So definitely pick that up, Sasquatch. And you guys are going to be recording May 5th and 6th for a new EP. Anything you can tease us with? Uh, it's going to be a lot more of the fun, uh, kind of up, up-tempo up uh, punk rock we expect? Or are you guys going to go straight?
1: Metal. Death
2: metal. And generally most finger of our death our songs. metal.
5: Yeah. We're gonna kind of keep it the same. Uh, we like to have our songs kind of short and sweet, yes, kind of in your face, totally. Uh, so generally, most of our songs wind up being about two thirty, three minutes. So we're gonna um, have five for sure, possibly six on on the new upcoming EP, and uh, but generally, there might be a surprise on there too.
4: Yeah, and we're definitely we're definitely we every album we change. We, we fine- tune things and change sounds a tiny bit. and this one definitely what, what I'm writing right now um, is is a bit it's a slight departure okay um, from what'm from what we typically run. so nice. it's still in the same vein, but uh, it's it's not the same stuff. I'm going to give you guys
2: uh something now. I'm going to you can use this on the front of your records forever. You
3: guys are cheap trick with skateboards. I love that. <laughs> that is funny. Our dude from uh our buddy from uh Tacoma Paul once called us cheap trick on acid. Nice. <laughs> on acid and skateboards there you go I love that. that is bad we are going to quote you man. on that nice dude that's
4: fantastic
2: there you go man and uh that is etched in time so uh, i got to ask you guys this is a question i like to ask everyone and whether it's embarrassing or not think back to the first time that you purchased an album and not something that was given to you by a cooler older brother your parents or you know you inherited what was the first album whether it be tape cd vinyl
4: and what was the, what was the album so let's go around around the room I'll start. Uh, that's an easy one. Four under four. Nice. I was so excited to get that. And it was vinyl. Uh, yes. I will follow that up with the the, the saddest record purchase I ever made. Uh, you know, back back in the day, you'd go buy albums, also partially by that artwork that of you course, see, yes. see on there. And I went in and I was going to shock my parents and scare the heck out of them and all that. And so I went and bought Meatloaf's Bad Out of Hell. Oh, yeah. My dad's and, favorite record. And I thought I was going to peel the paint off the walls. Woo! Yeah. Okay. And we not all know so how that. metal. But it's, like, what is that? It's a
3: fun record.
4: It <laughs> it, is it's a, a good record, record, but it wasn't quite what I. Th- it didn't have the effect that I thought it
3: was going to you have. Think it's
4: going to be some straight like hateful metal. I, I thought didn't it was, quite live
3: up to the cover art. Yeah. <laughs>
4: yeah. Looks I like it was, Iron Maiden. It. I thought it was like pre Slayer. or something. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And it was not. It. It. Not quite. But. Right. But it's but fun. You could dance. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, so my
5: uh, first CD was uh, Pearl Jam 10, like I mentioned yes. uh, a little while ago. But going back to the cassette tapes, uh, I, I want to say I was in middle school, and I can't remember which one I bought first, but there was uh, Guns N' Roses, Poison, and uh, gosh, what's the other one? Oh, yeah, of course, a little Milli Vanilli in there. There you go. <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, Poison, Explore. and oh, Def Leppard, Def Leppard, yes. Poison, yeah. how could I forget that? Def Leppard, Poison. And, uh, yeah, so I don't know which one I got first, but I remember falling asleep to, uh, to those pretty much every night nice. when I was in middle school listening to on The Walkman. So that was, <laughs> was pretty cool. That was kind of my regimen. That's awesome, dude.
3: I had a – CD player really early and I remember the one I remember the first one I remember getting is pretty embarrassing and it was like Bon Jovi but not even the big hit one it yeah. was the one before the big hit Ooh, one I don't even remember the underground I, yeah, stuff yeah, well not really and the, <laughs> but the one that the one that mattered was uh, was Tom Petty Full Moon Fever which yes. was later I had gotten some stuff but that was like that was the one that like probably set me on to a musical pathway Totally that's awesome Bon Jovi was not awesome especially <laughs> not that record <laughs>
2: Hey, I'm from New Jersey, man. There's a special place <laughs> in my heart for that trash bag, Bon Jovi. Support, man! All right, dude. Well, anyways, you know, now, now I'm going to get sued for saying trash bag related to John Bon Jovi. So. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love you, John. It's the Finger Guns here in studio, and uh, we have two more songs left for you guys. But before we kick you out of the studio, shout outs, thank yous, or whatever you want to do. The floor is yours. Do your thing. I think first and foremost, we would just like to thank our
5: fans. Yes. Uh, for, for all the support that they've given throughout all, all these years.
3: Without you guys, uh, we probably still wouldn't be doing this. And then we definitely have to mention uh, Don Farwell at Earwig Studio, who I'm sure you've probably heard of before because his name's on so many records around of course, local bands. Yes. Uh, yeah, we've been working with him since we started. We were actually one of the very first bands that recorded when he opened up in, down in Georgetown. Wow, and, uh, that's awesome. Yeah, and uh, you know he makes us sound good, and he puts up with our nonsense, and it's just a generally great dude. And if you're looking for a place to record, you could do far, far worse. Oh, yeah. ah,
4: yes. Nice. I'll just keep it easy. Our road manager, Mike... Right on. That's it. Right on. Cool.
2: Well, we're going to get into these last two songs again playing in uh, the Plaid Pig on uh, April 25th. Go to uh, add them on Facebook and uh, check them out on Bandcamp. Buy one of their records, and they're also on Instagram, I think, and uh, all that good stuff. Tweet at them. They're on Grinder, Tinder, you know, all that stuff.
4: <laughs> Myspace.
2: Myspace. Uh, what is it? Uh, uh, farmersonly.com. We are on that. Blackpeoplemeet.com. You We're know on that? Yeah, all the good stuff. So definitely check it out. The Finger Guns, Superstitious, and Thunderbolt, Thunderbolt. Any last words for the Northwest audience?
4: Thank you, guys. Yeah, thank you so much, thank you so and much, thank much you, for having us.
2: Thanks for listening. Hell yeah, rock on. It's Finger Guns. Loud and Local continues on The Rock. I'm
1: not superstitious.